This is a HeadGum Podcast. to another edition of Melro 210, a We Hate Movies quarantine sideshow. Yeah! Wherein on Mondays we talk about Beverly Hills 90210, and on Thursdays we talk about Melrose Place. This is Monday at the beginning of a brand new beautiful quarantine week. We were going <laughs> to it. ask you yet again to remain <laughs> indoors, but put on that fucking sunscreen because yes. it's never going to stop. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I am here with only two of my friends. Uh, Chris Cabot is on assignment. We've yep. got. Uh, he actually came down with a case of the Mondays. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were going to say case of the munchies, man. <laughs> also, both are very possible. Uh, but that's. But I want to assure everyone, uh, to our knowledge, he has not come down with a case of anything else. So don't be too worried. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Eric Siska on the horn here. That's me. I'm on a horn. And we've also got Andrew Jupin. Yo, uh, we are talking about and I do really feel like this is the episode where the key is turned and we are finally in what is Beverly Hills 90210. I don't know how long it lasts. I, next week looks like it's another standard good episode. OK, but uh, yeah, less horse shit, less like blah, blah, blah. This is like Dylan and Dylan and Brenda, the will they won't they the long tortured star crossed lovers thing is happening. Right. Jim Walsh fucking can't stand it. Uh, by the I way, since Chris, is, since Chris is not on this episode, everybody can just keep their volumes at a normal level. Oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> yep. It really sucks having to go all the way down when Chris is screaming about, <laughs> about fictitious television characters and then turn it back up when you two are talking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is uh, the episode title is Isn't It Romantic? Original air date January the 3rd. 1991 happy new year <laughs> exactly and, <laughs> and i think also we're kind of doing that at the beginning brenda's like oh when is the winter ever gonna come uh yeah you know get over it lady <laughs> you're in fucking california dude you ain't getting shit i am Just actually a deal i'm saying the same thing right now because when is winter gonna come i heard that that might be when the vaccine comes out and yeah. everyone can go outside Ooh. i can't wait for winter Ooh, Fuck the new this. vaccines are out. <laughs> oh, honey, look at that. Let's go out window shopping for the new vaccines. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to. Don't give them to the kids. <laughs> no, I want to have, like, just give me a taste. Not, not the whole thing. I just test drive it. Good with a little spoon. <laughs> a tiny, tiny spoon. Uh, yeah, so it's like. Brandon uh, is fixing his car. Uh, Dude, Brandon let me ask you guys something because it's it's Brandon and it's Dylan working on the car. What did they What did they name it? Uh, Mondale. Mon Mondale. Yeah. Yes, it is Mondale. Um, 
how are they both this covered in grease? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing to this car? And also, just Brandon, just fucking give it up, dude. If we're doing that much work on the thing. Yep, exactly. I, I think, think, you know, Luke Perry's like, man. They were digging graves. They were digging graves somewhere, and they got oh. all the dirt on them, and they're like, we're going to have to, Dylan, we're going to have to cover this up for my parents. Oh, no problem. I don't know. I don't, these voices are <laughs> the same. Oh, no problem. We'll just pretend we're working on your car. Man, yeah, I it's it is kind of amazing how I love how um yeah, it's just I don't know, it, it's a bullshit. So she's just talking about like, oh, you know, what am I gonna do this weekend? Babysitting. Uh apparently she goes all through town looking for tapes of dirty dancing to watch. It's a, uh, it's a, oh yeah, video store. Yes, I'm sorry. I yeah. heard I heard tapes and then dirty, and in my head they switched positions in your sentence, and I was like, "What is she looking for? Dirty tapes?" <laughs> Speaking of dirty tapes, you know, Steve, you love those TV tapes, uh huh. And I've had this tradition in quarantine. I don't think I really talked about it on the air, but I've been watching oh, shit, secret quarantine yes. traditions. <laughs> watching late night with David Letterman from the eighties, like yeah. not like every night before bed, finding a new one on YouTube. And I found one that you might want to check out, Steve. It is the fourth anniversary special. And this is this is a great episode for multiple reasons. One, they're David Letterman is doing the show from a, a, a jumbo jet flight to Miami. So they're in the cockpit. <laughs> they're not in the cockpit, but they're like in first class and there's a desk and everything. It's ridiculous. But oh, man. It includes all the commercials. Ooh, and, I like that. Yeah. All those old commercials. Fantastic. And not only that, someone, the person who taped this was in Green Bay. So, Andrew, there's old style beer commercials. What? Yep. Oh, fuck. This is awesome. And I have to thank you. For your weird Letterman fixation, because I started doing it too. And let me tell you, late night, little jazz cigarettes for you, <laughs> yeah. watching some old Dave reruns, man. You can't even imagine. Like when those episodes were on the air, and you told someone, like, hey, in 2020, we're going to have the likes of James Corden, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, and to a less bad degree, Seth Myers, you know, those folks running the show. Unreal. Yeah, it's pretty surprising. I thought you were going to say, though, that there was like an advert for like an, a 90210 episode. Oh, uh, no. Uh, no, not yet. It's I haven't a little come across early. it yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to get into that. And I, I, I anything with old commercials. I actually have, uh, I spent a little too much money on, I, I bought some eBay TV, TV tapes that are coming to me. Oh, are Jesus, dude. Mail. I am not fucking kidding. Oh, that is the ring man. right there. What did they <laughs> yes. say? I will, I will post these on Twitter. I'll show you what these things look like. They haven't come yet. I'm hoping they come tomorrow. Are they surprise nice... bundles, or do you know what's yeah. on each tape? I have an idea of what's on every, each okay. tape. There's okay. some, like, um, primetime stuff going on. There's, I think, some Sally Jesse Raphael on Whoa. one of them. Whoa! <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Adams, please stop calling. <laughs> so I've got to let you know I've gotten fully fucking nuts. Holy yeah, shit. Now, is... Steve, let me ask you this. Now, famously, throughout our relationship, we do not like talking about money. Mm -hmm. But I need to know. <laughs> How much did you pay for these TV tapes? Uh, all in. <laughs> oh, man, all in. Shit. You're using gambling terms. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many thou? <laughs> did you drop fit more than $50 on these tapes? No. It was, okay. you don't, if you don't answer, I'm thinking you paid more than $1,000 on these tapes. <laughs> That's it. It's $1,000. <laughs> Welcome to Steve Zadek's $1,000 TV tape on <laughs> tonight on Pluto Television. I wish. Um, yeah, no. Pluto. 
So, you know, he comes, uh, Dylan, she doesn't know he's there. She's Eric, he never answered. It's $1,000. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving here thinking you paid $1,000 for these tapes. <laughs> it is under $50. Okay. All, all I right. will say. All right. Fair enough. $49.99. Under $50,000, folks. Um, so, uh, Dylan shows up and like, you know, they're flirting. There and- is a great fucking exchange here, man. Right when he, cause he's like under the car. Yeah. And so Brenda, there. yeah, exactly. So he pops out like, Hey, and she, she goes, Oh, I didn't see you there, dude. He just fucking doesn't even hesitate. There's not a heartbeat that goes by and he goes, I saw you, and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. melting. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I didn't have any sisters growing up, but if you're fr- like your best friend from school started banging your sister, this is, this is, is that good or bad? <laughs> that is not good. I mean, like, and you have to be so parochial about it. Like, yeah, like, hey, look, if uh, that never actually happened in my family, but, like, you know, if a friend of mine wanted to date one of my sisters and my sister wanted to date my friend, I would just appreciate the heads up. Like, hey, man, I yep. hope it's not too awkward. Yada yada yada. I'd like to. Your sister likes me. I like your sister. I'd like to take her on a date. There's not much you could do about it at that point, but at least like the respect the friend would pay you as a friend would be right. nice. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's that that's the the rule. It never happened to me either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you just you you would want the heads up. And that's all. It, yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be like I'm gonna break his neck for touching my sister. It's just more like I don't know, dude. We know each other. It's awkward that you're doing this, but. And I, I understand true in, love, yada yada. In this relationship, I guess they are like the same age. Like Brendan and Brandon are, Brent. Wait, Brenda, <laughs> Brenda and, and Brandon are <laughs> twins, right? So yeah. th- at least, at least it's like you're not dating the little sister or something. Right? I, want, I want you to put on your hand, right on your hand, before every episode. Brandon <laughs> boy and Brenda girl. <laughs> It's like refer to the head whenever you get confused. I'm gonna get a bunch of tattoos like Memento just to remember (laughs) the fucking characters from Beverly Hills 90210. Um, Oh, wait, Jim W killed my wife. (laughs) Jim, it's time for my shot. Who the fuck is Jim? (laughs) Yeah, and when I knocked on the door in James Eckhouse, I noticed a little twinkle of recognition. Uh, man, that that Carrie Ann Moss scene when she's really giving it to him is funny, and I can't repeat a single line of dialogue from it here. Uh, I just think the one that the one that I've I, like, if you ask me to name a line from Memento, the only one I can recall is "Who the fuck is Dodd?" <laughs> <laughs> I love the ending lines, you know, like, "Well, you'll be my John G." Oh, yeah, yeah oh, nice, nice. Also, Shit. it's beer o'clock, and I'm buying from Joey Pants. Classic. I need to revisit <laughs> that movie. I really loved it when it came. Now out. that we're talking about it, I kind of want to watch it again. I haven't seen it. I, I, I think it's been a solid decade. I haven't seen that movie in ages. I have a, one friend who will say to this day that it is his favorite movie of all time. That it's a great movie. It's not not a bad choice. Yeah. It's just weird though because I don't know because I really have not watched that movie since before I turned twenty years old. Like I was still yes, a teenager for sure. And um, I just, I fear that it's going to be one of those movies I put it back in like, ah, let's settle in with this. And I'm like, ah, uh, this is kind of like shit you thought was cool when you yes, were, no. you know. I'm, I, I, rem- I, I rewatched it back when I was living in Astoria. Not, so like maybe uh-huh. five, six years ago. And I felt uh-huh. like it h- held up. So, okay. But That's maybe good, I'm good wrong. To know. No, good I, to know. I, I believe that. I, I, I like that movie. I, I imagined I am also a Nolan apologist. I know it's like, it's become very, very hip. 
to shit on him. But oh, it's super hip to shit on Chris Nolan, dude. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Chris Nolan fan. Period. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy yeah. it. I, I mean, like yeah, guy's not perfect and yada yada yada. His stuff is I'm, a little bit cold and weird, but that's I'm okay with cold and weird. I'm not sure. going to sit here and pretend to tell you I know what fucking Tenet is about, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll check it out when the time comes. I'm not going to pretend to tell you that I know what fucking uh, Interstellar is about, but you know what? I enjoyed it. Yep, that's actually also true. Uh, so Luke Perry taking a shower. So, yeah, he uh, Jim Walsh <laughs> comes home and... Steamy. Dylan is a respectful man. He's like, hey, man, you mind if I... Also, by the way, it, it should be noted this movie, this episode movie, uh, was written and directed by women, and I think that that shows quite a bit. Like they know what's going on. Yeah, they know totally. who's watching this show and what they want to see. Also, Dylan just fucking showering with the door open. Yeah, he's I, looking for it, dude. He wants Cindy or Brenda or someone <laughs> to take a little peek. Dude, anything with a heartbeat, man. Honestly, whatever walks through my door, Brandon. Well, that's the thing. It's oh, like, hey, Brandon, you- I'm dating your dog. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Too, it's totally tubular that you've got this weird connected bathroom sitch. I'm gonna leave both doors open. See who comes in. Yep. Either way, either fucking door, dude. Absolutely. Uh. So yeah, he he asked Jamal to take a shower. He's taking a shower. Brenda shows up and she's just na- yelling at him, brother sister style. Like, close a fucking door, dude. You know we're sh- you know it's hot enough in here as it is. Get some fucking central air, Jim Walsh. By the way, but shit. Dude, I'm looking at that house. I can tell there's no central air in there. <laughs> it's just got to be a fucking sweat house. And he's that kind of guy that's like, you know, all you got to do is open a window there <laughs> and then open a window over there. And that's all you need until September. It's a dry heat, Cindy. It's a dry <laughs> heat. Exactly. The sweat is good for you. Um, <laughs> so she does. She realizes it's Dylan and he opens the shower curtain to be like, oh, sorry. She closed the door. Oh, what's that? My pubic region. My mistake. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I left the door open. Oh, look at that. My dick's hanging out of the shower. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle, Brenda. Hey, Bren, you want to play wild things? You could be Matt Dillon and I'll be Kevin Bacon, <laughs> brother man. You could be Matt Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, bet you didn't think that's where I was going with wild things. <laughs> She has a fucking hilarious line right here where she goes, like, this is after his fucking cock is out in the shower. And she goes, you keep popping up on me today. I was <laughs> like, you don't say. <laughs> I do enjoy, uh, he gets out of the shower. They're kind of right. just having it back and forth. And he goes, so you're into videotape, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that you had the correct uh, accentuation on tape in, yes. that, in that line delivery. <laughs> Oh my God! It's awesome. It's like that's, somebody that's, just told what Luke Perry what videotapes are. It's amazing. <laughs> Steve, is that what your eBay seller told you? <laughs> so you're in the videotape, huh? <laughs> Have all the tapes in the world. <laughs> uh, so she, uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, you know, he's like, what are you into? Like dirty dancing, this and he's like, Have you ever seen uh, Animal Crackers? Uh, yeah. Marx Brothers, right? And she's like. Well, no, I haven't. He's like, well, me and Brandon are uh, going out to see it tonight. Why do you come with us? And she's like, can I really? And there's like some stuff where like she's supposed to babysit yada yada. Who gives a shit? She does. She didn't do it. We go to the movies. And no, some- no, hang hang tight for one quick second because this was again Luke Perry solidifying that he will have the keys to my heart forever. Okay. Because not only is he a huge Marx Brothers fan. Because she, he says, have you seen Animal Crackers? You know, the Marx Brothers movie. 
And she goes, oh, I think I saw part of it on TV, to which he instantly responds, whoa, well, that's no substitute for seeing it on the big screen. And I was like, Dylan McKay also loves the Marx Brothers and appreciates taking in cinema on a big screen. This character was written for me, I feel. (laughs) 30 years after this show aired, I'm realizing it was written for me. Remember when movie theaters existed? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's a big screen. (laughs) <laughs> so they go to the movies yeah. this woman who's got to be 46 years old shows up and she's like hey dylan <laughs> and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh hey how's it going talk to you later and like brenda's like who's that he's like, i don't know her name and brenda's like real nice and he's like no she keeps changing it to tanya and something else just got some like, ugly name like Gertrude or Brenda. <laughs> one, one of the names he says that she changed it to was Blue. Yes. Uh, Which, yep. I mean, I think this is just an amazing cover-up by him. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, no, no. She, he, like, looked at the wall and he was like, Blue? <laughs> <laughs> She's changing her name to things like Blue and Popcorn Machine. Yeah. And, and she, Kobayashi. It was my movie ticket. <laughs> Hey, movie ticket. Oh, my God. Look at the rack on movie ticket. I think she had work done. What do you think, Brandon? I don't know, Dylan. I'm over here trying to make out with butter dispenser. (laughs) Kobayashi, by the way. That would be great. Now I'm like, who who would be the verbal kint of uh, 90210? I think it's got to be Scott. Like, it's you know? definitely fucking Scott, oh, yes, dude. After this, after yes. the performance of this episode, it's definitely Scott because there's no way this is a real person. At, at the end of this whole thing, he takes he's just walking in the street. He takes off his Lakers <laughs> his, hat. His head goes back <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. <laughs> he's not made of liquid metal, dude. <laughs> dude, Steve, that would be great, though. He throws a Lakers hat like in a garbage can and like gets something out of his back pocket. It's a fucking Knicks hat. <laughs> and then his jaw. <laughs> sets regularly <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah uh so they, they're, they're watching the movie they're having a good time uh whatever the next day they kind of come home or they, they, you know they come oh no that's right they go back to dylan's new place or, or new place wherever that is and i think it's it's in the same hotel but a different room because they're like oh why aren't you in the suite anymore or something like that oh right and he says something about like oh my dad's back and needed it for whatever is Nass and they're like oh okay uh, they're just hanging out listening to fucking fake music and enjoying themselves <laughs> and uh, I love you know, seeing so- these giant clunky CDs come out and shit oh man they were like holding the cases and everything yeah. and I was like Jesus look at that I gotta see I, I didn't look at the soundtrack let me just see what they may have been listening to here uh, oh good idea yeah uh, this episode in particular there is a scene later where it's just like Brenda, you know, sitting at home and it's, she's supposed to be like listening to music sadly or whatever. And it is just some straight up fucking like post Y2K pop punk. And I'm it's, like, it's what nuts. are you fucking doing? <laughs> like, I get it. Okay. I understand. You don't want to license real big pop music, whatever. You as the person who's like dumping this shit out and putting these fake songs in have to do a better job at thinking like, oh, this music didn't exist then. Maybe I'll put something else in. What she's listening to in that scene is she's like the wind performed by Patrick Swayze of all 
Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, in other scenes, we've been listening to Doin' the Do, uh, performed by Betty Boo, no idea. And know. Lily was here, written and performed by Candy Duffler and David A. Stewart. So, not I have no idea much. there, but sure. I do know. We're being deprived of stuff, though. Like, it would be an amazing time capsule to actually hear what that would sound like. Of course we are. Have you ever heard that Patrick Swayze song? Yeah. Well, She's like the wind. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, fuck, it's a romantic one. Dude. And, and it especially also makes... a dirty dancer and aficionado would, would love would love yep. those songs. Exactly. These are. It's almost as if like the music choice in your film and television actually can matter to your story. Huh. <laughs> and you guys just pop in anything that's like young, the young bucket <laughs> we got from fucking from oh, Capitol man. Records. Young bucket, young bucket, dude. <laughs> Did you find it on eBay? <laughs> Welcome back to Steve Saint X Young Bucket. <laughs> Talking about things young people like to put in buckets. No, why don't you get in that bucket? <laughs> You're young, get in that bucket. You'll be in my, in my young bucket. <laughs> Jesus, I'll lower you down into the well. So whatever, put this we get... lotion on. <laughs> uh, Dylan at some point asks Brenda out on a date solo, uh, right? Or, or they're no, they're gonna go back, but uh, Brandon gets sick. Is what yes. happens. Um, yeah, and you. Yeah, he's got a cold for like 16 minutes, and uh, Brenda's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to go out with this hot guy by myself. I get, oh, sorry, you can't make it, Brandon? You, you sure? You sure? <laughs> I, I think she dosed him, man. I think she like was yep. coughing in his like fucking pee or whatever in the morning. She sees like some cafeteria lady like coughing, and she's like, excuse me, could you cough into this paper bag for me? <laughs> uh, so they go out, and it's a, a full-on date there. They go back to the movies, and... He's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't even bother with moving. And she's like, oh, cool. Do you want to come back to my hotel? Like, want to come back to my hotel and we'll hang out. Wait, they- but this is now he had moved out of the hotel, right? That's what we come to find. This is a new place he's at. I, I, he's a different. I think it's a different room. But then later on in the episode, he moves again because of legal trouble. Oh yes, oh, well that yeah, okay. he's fucking trying to cheese the fuzz. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> we we cut we cut in on. Uh, all these dudes in a bo- in uh, Dylan's suite, including one dude, Dylan's dad number one, not <laughs> not true Dylan's dad, who we'll meet later, who is played by the dad in the Hogan family. Actually, no way, really? Yeah, dude. He's like, hey, Dylan, I'm your dad. That's so, is he like around a lot? He's a, he's, he's got a, he's got he's got a, an explosive story arc. Oh, actually, I remember. You know what? That's funny because I do remember the commercials for that. Yeah, so yeah they okay. recast him, huh? Yes. Uh, I, we should say really quickly before this second date is when Jim Walsh does plant the flag. Of, oh, right. I don't want you seeing this Dylan guy specifically because his dad is a fucking crook. It turns out. <laughs> right. Cause he, he finds out like what Dylan has like a Porsche or something. And he, and, yes. and Jim Walsh is like, well, that's ill gotten gains. Yeah. He's like, Oh, wh- would you get that with the money you saved from your paper route? Fuck and he's you, like, dude. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love. Uh, I think. I think he tells Cindy. I don't know who. He, I think it is Cindy. She's like, "What do you have against that deal?" And is like, "His father's an unethical bastard." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Meanwhile, Cindy's like. I don't know, Jim. I kind of like Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I think Cindy wants to date Dylan. I mean, we all do. 
You know what I want to date is Dylan's fucking trench coat that he's wearing in this movie theater Dude, scene. this is a gambit jacket. Is what yes, it is. yes, it totally is a gambit jacket. It's like a fucking houndstooth gambit jacket, and I love it. By the way, I wrote down the line from Jim Walsh about his father. Dylan's father is known as unethical in financial circles. Oh. I just like the idea of financial circles. But that's the only place he's known to be unethical. Oh, everywhere else is is sweet as a peach. Yeah, Uh, the farmer's market circle. (laughs) They love the guy. (laughs) So Dylan is immediately dismayed to see his dad. Uh, There's like, they're like shredding papers or whatever the dudes are up to. It's a very harrowed thing. And like, uh, Dylan's dad's like, I speak to you in the other room. He doesn't say anything to Brenda because he's a dick. And then... Uh, they get to this screaming match like, oh, I asked you to do it. You couldn't have done way one favor, yada, yada, yada. Like, what do you do? What on earth is happening here? Yeah, I think he says- was asking Dylan to fucking do some dirty deeds for him, dude, and Dylan was, like, not having it. Dylan was supposed to wait outside this vault for a certain <laughs> amount of time? It is, sounds is that, really insane. Is that what he says? He says something like, "Like, yeah, there's something about I sat in, I sat in that vault for hours, and like you never called or whatever." Oh, what in the fuck is that? I watched <laughs> I that know. episode. Yeah, I mean, I... it's actual robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the trigger man was gonna call you. It's not my fault that he got held up. All you had to do was fucking drive, Dylan. You love that car of yours so much. You love driving. Listen, Dylan, we need that money so I could take it, move it to the Mujahideen, who will then move it to Al Qaeda. <laughs> What an unethical bastard. <laughs> My son, the wheel man. <laughs> so he comes out and he's really upset. He's, he, pour, he tries to pour himself a big scotch. And Brenda's like, you're driving me home. You can't drink. And he's like, let's go. And this is what I mean. This scene is it's terrific. Insane. It's terrific. It's a freak out. But I have to say another great Brenda Dylan exchange. You don't drink, do you? Only at family reunions. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, but this feels like this is part of a problem with Dylan. Why he's so chill all the time is he bottles it up. And when yes. it explodes, do not be there. <laughs> I feel exactly. like Dylan McKay is the closest thing you could have to, like, a non-paranormal show having a werewolf. <laughs> and it's like, all right, guys, once a month, Dylan is going to fucking explode <laughs> with all of this rage that he's put down inside himself about his father. So on that day, Dylan doesn't come to school. He goes <laughs> surfing alone, and none of us are allowed to hang out with him. And do, do not be a potted plant anywhere near this. Dude, oh my dude. god, this poor potted plant! <laughs> she's like, take me home, and he's like, and he's like, wow, you know what? Oh, she's like, she like tries to like switch it up to keep it romantic. She's like, you want to go for a walk on the beach? She's like, what to look at the homeless people? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's a great rich scumbag line, man. Uh, and she's like, well, I don't know. Take me home. And he's like, no, we'll go on a date. She's like, I want a cab. He's like, you're not getting in a cab. And he grabs his, I don't know. He, he, he just, what does he say? Damn it. How does it, what is it? Not now, damn it. Or something like that. Well, oh, no. Yeah. It's like, come on, damn it. That, yeah, it, there it yeah, is. Uh, and it. he grabs the potted plant and fucking annihilates it. And again, like, this is, I think that this is totally within Brenda's right to be like, I don't want to be around this fucking dude. Like, he's like th- practically throwing things well, at too me. Too late, because now he's screaming. He's screaming <laughs> at the top of his lungs, and then he catches up to her and turns her around and just starts, like, scream making out with her. <laughs> he yes. gets to me. He always gets to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's he's the that, makeout sound. Guess what, dude? He's a bad boy, man. He uh, is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's, this is his time of the month to explode. <laughs> 
when a dude is violent in front of you, that makes you say, ooh, wait a second. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's, the, that's the lesson. It just means they're a sensitive bad boy, and they've got a lot of complicated feelings. Brenda, listen. I have always hated that potted plant. <laughs> that thing has been saying shit to me for weeks now, Bren. I had to destroy it. Uh, that potted plant only had three more days till retirement. <laughs> <laughs> there is a great extra playing like the valet because she's when she screams like, oh, I'm going to get a cab. And he fucking yells at that guy like, you're not going to get a cab. <laughs> uh, and uh, this guy's just like, oh, well, that's what the rich kid told me what to do. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> also, uh, I guess we'll charge this potted plant to suite A on the ninth <laughs> floor. <laughs> um. So whatever, uh, they make out and like he's just like, wow, you you really get me, Bren. And she's like, yeah, I know. This is really intense and important what we're going through right now. <laughs> and they, you know, he drops her off. They make out again in front of the house in a convertible. Like again, like, I don't know, man. You got to take it easy. Jim Walsh is on the case. Here. Dude, they have. So they are like cutting back and forth between the two of them in this car making out. And I really wanted it to cut so that the camera's behind Luke Perry looking at Shannon Doherty. And then, like, like Shannon Doherty's in focus, and then they do a rack focus to the house, and it's Jim <laughs> Walsh in the window with binoculars just steaming. Oh, man, it would have been so funny. In Eric Siska's widow's walk that they have in this fucking house. That's a perfect way to put it. Whatever this weird balcony is, yep. yeah, it's just it's, bizarre. It's it's otherworldly. <laughs> it's Brenda uses it earlier to spy yeah. on Dylan a little more when she's, like, getting all steamed up. Yep. Uh, so... The subplot of this episode, which becomes really important, which you really don't see coming at all. I feel like I got hit by a truck by the time this episode <laughs> was over. Not, like, because like, oh, it's Brenda and Dylan, and we're gonna do sex ed, and we're gonna learn a little bit about sex ed because it's health class, and everyone has to take it before they graduate. And for some reason, it's like juniors, seniors, freshmen all lumped together, depending on when you got to the school. So Brenda yeah. is in it, Steve is in it, and Scott and David. Oh my god. And so the it's like yeah, it's it's health class but then like assembly they're assembly version. Yeah, that's the thing is they're having an assembly later on. And the teacher is like so all right everybody, these are the consent forms that you have to have your parents sign but to get into the sex ed assembly. <laughs> and dude, it's this whole thing where Scott's mom won't sign the form. Oh. Yeah. There were definitely people like that in my high school. Oh, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had to go to the library. You don't want to be the library kid, man. You really yeah. don't. And he's well. The funny Although, thing is, you know what you could do at the library? You check out the Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know all those high school libraries that come equipped with the Kama Sutra. Right. Well, stock. you know. Well, um, uh, I think I know this from personal experience, but also the motion picture American Pie. If you go into the school library, there's a lot of like doodles in the books of penises and shit. Oh, oh right! Course. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, so you you, you see a big honk and ding dong when you open a book. <laughs> That's kind of sex ed. That's <laughs> kind. Of, did you guys have sex ed in Catholic school? Yeah, we did. Uh, what, what was that we, like? <laughs> you please tell us. I don't really remember. Well, so I do, first, they, the Pope comes in <laughs> and he beats you with some rods. I do. The only thing I remember about sex ed was in eighth grade. This kid uh, who always in this eighth grade, by the way, always flirted with this very weird older teacher this lady like seriously or fucking with the person fucking with them okay and it was like sex ed and he asked this question which is the best which is like hey uh miss whatever uh can a girl get pregnant if you have sex with the mouth <laughs> oh, no <laughs> way and 
she goes, yep. no, Albert. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, it's severely uncomfortable. Oh, I will man. never forget because we're, we're doing this now. Uh, so they so in my school district in the fifth grade, actually, you had it was like the first sex ed in high school. We had other sex ed where it was more like the show where the boys and girls were just together in health class. Yeah. But for in fifth grade, they separated us and like the girls all went and there was a female teacher who had their thing and then a male teacher taught the boys. And the guy was like, all right, here's the deal. You have to take this seriously. The second that I see, you know, this, that, the other thing happening, you're getting, you're going down to the library. You know, this is a real deal thing. And some kid, like it wasn't even his, like it was literally like a pen rolled off a desk and fell on the floor. It was like that Simpsons House of Horror where it's like, <laughs> detention! Like, it hit the floor, and this teacher, in this fluid... The guy must have been, like, a major league pitching washout or something. He turned around in one fluid swing and threw an eraser at this kid. Wow! What? And it hit him right in the forehead. That's amazing! And all this chalk dust went everywhere, and he was like, get out! Go to the <laughs> library! And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh man, my oh, health, yeah. it, my health classes weren't that interesting. Nothing really happened. The teacher's uh, head looked like a like a penis doll. Like it was a very, <laughs> I had a very interesting uh, skull. Now, boys, you may have been wondering why I got this particular <laughs> haircut this week. Uh, did you guys do dare at all? Oh, you know, we yeah. had dare. Yeah. Did, did you, Steve? Yes. Oh, definitely. We did dare. I believe in dare. Like maybe it was like sixth grade. They actually like had a smell what marijuana smells like. Yes, yeah. I me too. That. I was really? like, that smells yeah. delicious. Oh my. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like that awoken everyone. What are you doing? <laughs> I remember very specifically in dare being like, I will definitely smoke pop. I remember yep. like promising myself at that point. Like the the t- the fucking cop that came in would always be like, and you're gonna. You know, you're going to want to sit on the couch all day, listen to reggae music. And I'm just sitting there like, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> this but you should be about- listening to Ray Gun music. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 rapping Ronnie Reagan, right? <laughs> well, 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 I'm here to say, who am I? <laughs> uh, the, bah, 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 the teacher, by the way, uh, who I call the actor... Uh, uh, Stetchard Tobo Chef because it looks like a perfect mixture of Rich- Richard Schiff and Stephen Tobolowski. Like, oh my god, that's genius! Um, <laughs> I totally does. And like, Steve is like a, a, a class clown in this class, which yeah. is always kind of like annoying. You it's know annoying what I mean? because it's a thing where like everyone's already kind of weirdly uncomfortable anyway, just due to the subject matter. And then this dude's being like funny guy because that's how he also like is compensating for being insecure about the class. Yes. And it's like, and I always remember in these situations, it was like, dude, like those people, you know, and I was a class clown, but never in this situation because it was always like you, I was able to acknowledge if I'm fucking around, the longer this is going to take. Exactly. And that's exactly what this is. It's like, Steve Sanders, will you please stop, like, being buddy-buddy with this teacher, calling him Mr. K, asking him Penny for his thoughts? Like, just let this guy talk about fucking genitals and get out of here. <laughs> uh, Scott can't take a class, by the way, because, or can't take the, health, the sex part of it because his mom's uncomfortable. Also, and David's like, why? Well, your mom has, like, six kids, which is, like, really kind of shitty. It's, it's well, like, his positioning is basically like, hey, Scott, I think you, of all people, are going to need this class because your mom has six kids. <laughs> so you need to know what to not do to become <laughs> your mother. Also, don't worry, with that Lakers outfit, nothing's going to happen for a really long time. <laughs> 
It just is insane week after week with this. He's it's insane. Fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> it is fucking nuts, though. Just put on a regular shirt. <laughs> you, you would be known as Lakers kid. People would be like, oh, fuck that Lakers kid. That kid suck. Because eventually what you're doing there is you're constantly coming to school wearing a uniform or like a Halloween costume. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Halloween costume. Well, like I remember at Purchase, I'm, there was I'm going a guy. As a Lakers fan. There was a guy at Purchase that would always walk around campus and the motherfucker always had like a detective trench coat on. And sure. it was he was trench coat guy, and you'd be like, that guy's in a Halloween costume. He's walking around like fucking Inspector Gadget. With this oh, thing. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Steve, I believe we called him Costume Guy. Yeah, that makes sense. I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Anyway, it does not matter. So, yeah, I mean, like that's kind of like the B-plot that's not important until the end when it becomes extremely important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, you know, there's more. I think there's a dinner scene wherein, like, Brenda is expressing that she's going to go with Dylan on another Friday night. And Jim Walsh flat out finally says, I don't like you seeing that guy. You're not allowed to. Absolutely. And also Jim Walsh, uh, first of all, like, I mean, whatever. He's doing a shitty dadly thing. Uh, But even shittier is it appears to me as if Jim Walsh has not learned his lesson from the 17 year itch because Cindy is like, this dinner scene starts with her being like, so, Jim, my friend was telling me about this great spa that she went to for a weekend <laughs> and this and that. And you can hear the way her fucking voice is going. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know about that. A spa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking moron. She's like, well, I guess I'll, you know, maybe I'll just call Glenn and see what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, she's just hanging that G word over him. <laughs> she should. Like, the threat of Glenn should be an ever-present thing. Until the day he fucking dies, dude. They're in fucking Hong Kong. And she's like, <laughs> Glenn! And then he comes running. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know... Things kind of blow up here. Uh, she then obviously is like, well, I'll just. Oh, and you know what? I, and it's kind of amazing how she says it to you. She's like, You're not allowed to see that young boy. She's like, oh, OK. You know, on Friday, I'm going out with Kelly. I'm going to go out with uh, Kelly instead. It's like, yeah. yeah, come on, Jim. Yeah, OK. It's so dumb. Also, this is this is Jim Walsh doing some shitty stuff here, too. Because also well, uh, Brenda has a line like, jump in any time, Brandon, like defend me or whatever. Yeah. He's just kind of sitting there and, you know, uh, Eckhouse is like he doesn't say shit <laughs> you know, like he's gonna sit there and then after Brenda fucking bails she's got a great line when she bails she says like thanks for dinner oh yeah totally uh, it's been real thanks for oh, dinner yeah, it's, it's been, been real, been real. <laughs> 1991 but then Jim Walsh fucking is making Brandon do his dirty work yeah. for him he's like you're gonna fucking talk to that Dylan boy and I'm like no 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 you got a problem with this, Pops? You fucking talk to that dude. It's really something to, to put Brandon in this position. And then later on, like, Brenda's like, she does, does it again. Like, why don't you stick up for me in there? It's like, what do you want me to say, Brent? That he's a Boy Scout. Let us not forget the French woman he may or may not have impregnated. Slash killed. <laughs> Absolutely. Angelique is dead, okay? okay? That's why we were dirty at the start of the episode. We were burying her body, okay? Out behind the hotel. Look, Dylan asked me if I wanted to play Grave Digger, and I thought it was just a game, Bren. A game! I don't know, Bren. I thought we were going to see a monster truck, okay? I didn't know I was burying the body. He's got him packed five deep in that hole, Bren. Five deep. Slobodan's got nothing on him, Bren. Slobodan Milosevic. 
90210's number one fan. But it's a Hello, 90s I, reference. I do business with uh, Jack McKay, Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello, Dylan. Merry Christmas. Here's a gift, of course. We like family. Your father is like brother to Slobodan. <laughs> Uncle Slobodan here. Dylan, you were supposed to stay in that vault. Those golden doubloons were supposed to finance the Balkan Wars. <laughs> Um, none of that happens. Uh, you know, so she, um, tells Kelly, like, hey, uh, can, you know, first of all, can you, you know, uh, cover for me, yada, yada. She's at Kelly's house. And Kelly's like, do you have protection? And she's like, well, no, I don't. She's like, open that box. And it's like this box filled with condoms. Definitely Coke is in there. Um, is there a bag of Coke? No, no, I'm just, I'm oh, assuming. Oh, oh I mean, yeah, it, it, probably. It's Kelly's secret stash right, here. Right, yeah. And, cocaine, condoms, TV tapes. <laughs> accursed tv tapes there is a, a just a connecting to this scene there's a quick moment where uh after they're like uh you know the second date with like the making out and everything uh, and the potted plant r.i.p yes oh yeah of course and maybe that valet r.i.p i don't know uh <laughs> uh kelly's like asking uh brenda how it went and kelly's basically like well you know brenda you know what the next level is right you're gonna get fucked. <laughs> yes, I and know like that. she totally just like said. And Brenda, Brenda's like, wait, what did you say? Well, the, no, the, the line is like, oh, we're not going steady or something. It's like, well, you know what the next step is? Like, what is he gonna pin me? And he's like, yeah, hopefully to the fucking mattress. Yes, that's what is <laughs> pin you to the mattress, seventeen-year-old girl. Good God. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 risque, my friend. <laughs> uh, but this is when she gives her the condom, and she's like, listen, never trust the guy to have this. You always should have protection yourself, and you know, and she's like, well, what, you know, this is just also clinical. And she's like, yeah, no, clinical is when you get the procedure done. She's like, Jesus, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, you know, I think uh, one of the standout scenes of why it was important that a woman wrote this and another woman directed it. Like this scene specifically. Oh, for sure. You know, because like, I feel like. Otherwise, it's like, well, we got to cut some stuff from for time here. How about that condom conversation? <laughs> uh, but no, it's it, and it is important. Again, like we're doing this stuff uh, for teenagers to get this information. Yet, and certainly later on. Um, so, like, whatever. Uh, they're gonna have this big date. Uh, they have this. It's a real thing. It's like, okay, I understand. There's no lines for Donna, but what if there's a fun getting dressed scene? Oh that's my in, god! Fa- you know what? If you don't like Donna that much, just fast forward her. Okay, <laughs> you, you know. Can- <laughs> forward donna if you have i love this section because it's like well it's not technically a montage (laughs) yeah Yeah, totally it's just a scene that's sped up you know donna could be helping out in this montage we should say also just speaking of so the other part of all this is the the health teacher uh what were you calling him shiftalowski (laughs) yeah shiftalowski actually works as well okay uh uh he says that like the for the sex ed assembly there's like a speaker coming and there's all of this shit about um because it's it's around here but it's like a it's like a c or d line of like steve sanders volunteering to pick the t the speaker up at the airport because the uh shifalowski's car breaks down he was the man who was genetically merged <laughs> with richard schiff in a science accident <laughs> richard shifalowski Merged with oh, David, my filmography has doubled. 
<laughs> you know, David, now I can tell stories about being in the Lost World Jurassic Park. <laughs> Couldn't do that before the accident. I always wanted to be on the West Wing. Not this way, though. If this, if it was, if they actually made like a park with character actors they brought back from the dead or cloned or merged, you know you would go, right? Oh, I, I, of, course, of course, I'd go. It would be amazing. And over here, uh, careful now, don't get too close to the glass, but it's an actual Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Right, yeah. he doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Clever Denny. Yeah, too preoccupied by thinking if you could, not that you should. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, but no, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. But yeah, he's uh, this Steve Sanders got, is positioning himself to do this. Whole yeah, because yeah. the guy has car trouble. This woman needs to get picked up from the airport to go to a hotel. Oh, and, I mean, and by the way, Steve Sanders has been total shit this entire episode when this guy's like, oh, our, our guest speaker is a lady and she'd be addressing, you know, the school. And and Steve Sanders like, oh, you mean undressing? Oh, yeah. She's she's going to address the student uh, body. Oh, yeah, Did you say the undress the student body? Right, everybody? <laughs> Why is no one laughing? Also, like, obviously, like, you read between the lines, Steve. She's not going to be like, okay, here's a sexy demonstration about sex. It's yeah, like, I'm going to tell you how, about masturbation. Now, who from the audience can I jerk off? Oh, Steve Sanders. <laughs> Come on up here, Steve Sanders. I'm going to jerk you off in front of the school. Yeah, I'm going to get nude up here. Like, what? the, the idea, <laughs> like, you're in high school, dude. <laughs> Wow, that guy's getting nude up there. Well, I want to uh, show you what a female orgasm is like, so I'm going to show you one. Uh, Here it comes. (laughs) Batter up. Yes, Steve Sanders is like, that's not true. That's a myth. (laughs) My dad told me it's a myth. Um, so whatever he he's like, all right, I'll go and pick this. This is totally inappropriate, like miles of inappropriate. Like, just fucking have some have the French teacher do it or something. Like, an adult needs to do this. Yes, but, someone who's above the legal drinking age and not in the actuality of the actor. We cut in, we cut to uh, them in her hotel room. He's dropping her off, and he, he's like, oh, you know, so how long are you in town? Blah blah blah. We're doing this thing. She's like, oh, thank you. She's like. It's so weird. You're, you just seem very young to be a teacher. And he's like, uh, 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 which is uh, She says something like, she's like, oh, you look so young. It's it's unbelievable. You've been teaching at West Beverly for five years. And he goes, oh, oh fu- did I say five years? I meant three. And this is when he's like, so what time can I pick you up later? And she's like, um, I'm actually really tired from the flight. And he is standing oh my so God. close to her. Oh, it man. Is insane. He is <laughs> like on top of her. And it's like, it's, you know, and she, once she turns him down initially, she's like, oh, I'm really tired. It's like, no, 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 not getting rid of me that easily. It's like, I need you to leave my hotel room right now. All right. If she she doesn't buy it, I'm throwing out the big guns. You're the most beautiful guest speaker we've ever had at West (laughs) Beverly. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, That didn't work. Um, My mother was on television. (laughs) Is that doing anything for you? (laughs) Uh, So she, you know, she politely turns him down six to seven times as he refuses to, like, give her any personal space, uh, which is really uncomfortable. She puts her hand out to, like, shake his hand, like, okay, you know, I'll see you tomorrow at the assembly. He fucking kisses it. (sighs) Of course he does. And uh, meanwhile, 
you know, uh, we should say Brenda gets stood up by Dylan at this point after she does the big montage thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's ready to fuck. She's got her condom. She had her fast forward scene of getting the right clothes to be fucked in. Mm-hmm. And she goes and to she's the, got her, you know, movie tickets for the Marx Brothers Film Festival. Which I, by the way, you know, I love that marquee Marx Brothers Film Festival. We see it multiple times. It's fantastic. Yep. Totally great. I love, uh, yeah, so it, this is just like, oh, man, living without cell phones. Like, you can't text somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's. It's tough. That, it's tough. I mean, although Dylan seems like a, a primo ghoster, though. Yeah. He's being, <laughs> yeah. A, he's being a real Harpo right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. Like, she keeps looking at her phone and she's like, where are you? What's going on? And she keeps seeing the three dots typing, but then nothing ever comes through. Yep. It's like, oh, and oh. It- <laughs> And eventually he realizes what's going on and he'll do that thing where like he'll check in like every few minutes and just like push buttons on the keyboard so those little three dots light up again. <laughs> exactly. And she gets excited all over again. Son of a bitch. No, but so he, he stands her up full on. Uh she's devastated. Uh she's crying her eyes out. Brandon and her have a heart to heart. She's like, What did I do wrong? I've made Dylan mad. And she's like I don't know. He's kind of like a flaky dick. Um, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed this. Like he's cool and all, really handsome, uh, cool yeah. jackets, but like he's just kind of a flaky dick. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. Bren, he's fallen off his surfboard a lot of times. I mean, Dylan is being terrible, but Bre- Brenda is like imagining every slight to be specifically because she did something incorrect. Yes, which is yeah, a childish I mean, you know. notion, but she is a child. I'll, we're we're talking about a 16-year-old person here. Uh, I want to say I do feel uh, in this scene some good acting from Shannon Doherty. She's good in this episode. I mean, in in, in yeah. this, this freakout specifically, but yeah. And uh, what do you call it there? Um, Brandon confronts Dylan uh, the next day at school, and he's like, hey, man, in the computer lab, uh, which is Dude, not the- I in the this. world's tiniest computer lab, we we're going to have this huge fight. A full-on blowout fight in front of, like, four nerds. <laughs> well, I hear one guy who I assume is the teacher off-screen be like, keep it down over there. <laughs> we're trying to use the computer here. I do love any time you just have a shot of Luke Perry using these old Apple computers. It is very funny. The beginning is him trying to do something like he's hitting the keys really hard. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Release gas pressure now. Y E S. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, he's like, you know, she's been crying all weekend and she took off from school because you stood her up. He's like, Brandon, stay out of it. You don't know what's going on. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's back and forth. Like, well, now she thinks she did something wrong because you won't talk to her. And then he, he Brandon even screams, She's a virgin. <laughs> oh yes, in front of yeah, all these people. Totally. Oh god, that's uncomfortable. Dylan, she's a virgin. Oh my god, Brenda's a virgin. Click 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 click. <laughs> that's the school paper, right? <laughs> Andrea Zuckerman's like fucking page one. That shit. Uh, and that that guilts Dylan into going back to her place. This is the scene where we would be listening to Patrick Swayze if we were listening to pop punk. Yeah, it's like the fucking starting line is on somehow, and that kid wasn't even born yet when this episode aired. Oh, like, Brandon, this is Andrea Zuckerman. Uh, could you uh, come in here? Oh, yeah, could you do a, a fun fun page expose on your sister's virginity? <laughs> I don't know, Andrea. I guess I'm going to have to. Yeah, I just think you'd be really good for it. I don't know, you guys. I think Andrea Zuckerman might be too busy covering the Marx Brothers Film Festival, if you know what I mean. By the way, can we mention that She's now like the president of SAG. 
Yeah, so she definitely oh, is. is. Wow. Ga- yeah. Ga- I saw what her is her name? Gabrielle Carteris? Sunday morning. Yeah. She's been the president of SAG for a really long time now. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's look, pretty I, great. Mean, I guess she was a great fit for this character. <laughs> just because, just because, like the the nerdy, like yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think that 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 comes probably pretty naturally. She's very organized, exactly. <laughs> um, so whatever. Uh, Dylan shows up and explains. Listen, Brenda, I'm sorry about this weekend, but my my dad was indicted and had to leave town. <laughs> he had to skip the country, oh, dude. And I mean, man. like securities fraud. Yes, he's like it's not like for murder or anything. <laughs> I swear. Listen, okay, my dad had to address a bunch of gangsters on a television and he fled to Hong Kong. <laughs> the Joker might be after him, okay? He thinks he's going to be a squealer, Bren. Steve, if I'm remembering those commercials right, his dad does get wrapped up with the mafia, right? Yes, and other things. Yeah, okay. Because uh, oh, uh, I will be continuing watching the show long after Melro 210 has maybe concluded, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I think we is it get later there. or earlier? No, it's. I mean, it's like season three. I want to say. Oh well, we'll get there. It's only yeah. sixty weeks away. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to think about when I naturally expire. Oh, I see. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> yeah, soon. Even if this goes to Patreon, which it probably will for a little while, we're not going to go to like season eight or any shit like that. It's going to be like, a- well, you never know. This lockdown could continue or or we die of like beer overdose. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Oh, that's what they're calling those now? Beer overdoses? <laughs> yeah. I, I, had a, I had a B.O. I had a B.O. last night. I'll be, be honest with you guys. Um, I, I can't believe how late you're staying up, Steve. I don't oh, know how nuts. you do it. It's just nuts. It's so stupid. I, I was, was really impressed last night. No, I'm like five or six hours. That's kind of what I average anyway. I think I, I mean, because I was up watching fucking Caged Heat on Pluto TV. God, <laughs> I was watching Pleasantville just yelling at my TV last night. I mean, here's the thing: that movie sucks shit. <laughs> Thank you. <Whoa>. Thank you. <laughs> it does. It's terrible. But um, no. In in, ter- in regards to sleep, it's just like I'll go to bed and I'll be like, okay, so now I'm not sleeping. So that rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, it's yeah. like yeah. It's the it's the 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 the, uh, the devil's choice there. Um, Pre pre quarantine, I was getting like six to seven. Now I'm getting like nine hours of sleep. Ooh, good for well, la dee da. Yeah. Well, I, go to be- I go to bed early because I'm a good boy. Well, pre quarantine, <laughs> I, I was on a weeknight. I'd go to bed like eleven, eleven thirty. That's it. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember getting the text messages. Please stop texting me. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a ten p.m. or my friend. But the the world is on fire, and uh, my anxiety is also being. Acting up a touch. Um, I think I'm just trying yeah. to like sleep through it. Like, will be this? Will, will this sleep be the one that carries oh. me a month of sleep? You know, you're what trying I mean? to hide under a pile of coats. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. I'm praying for coma. <laughs> um, so they start making out here. She she forgives him. I mean, it's a pretty big card to play. That my dad. Look, the reason I stood you up was my dad was indicted, and I had to like burn these papers, drive him to the airport. We moved all this. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I will say, though, you know, thankfully, there is a front page Financial Times story to back all this up. Well, because that's what Jim Walsh comes home a little early and he's got the Financial Times and like Dylan has to put it back in his pants. And like, it's a real it's obvious what was going on. It's your running to the door to be like, oh, we're just leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like Jim Walsh definitely saw both of them fucking run around the corner, you know. Yeah. Um, Not not fun playing that game, friends. Better not slip on anything in the hallway, Dylan. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Better not make me pull a risky business in my own home, Dylan, if you know what I mean. Dun, 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 Dylan's come. 
Oh, he's playing the little piano. Dylan's come. You know, Dylan, I used to hate that you were with my daughter, but you were the inspiration for my hit single, Dun 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 Dylan's come. I'm a multimillionaire, and now I want to hire your father to manage my finances because. Uh, cool if, like uh Dylan Dylan's father probably got like named in the Panama papers and shit. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Maybe Jim Walsh too. Once he goes to Hong Kong, who knows what's going on? <laughs> Dude, yeah, going to Hong Kong question mark. Yeah, yeah um, big time. So uh Dylan's like, oh bye, just leaving. He leaves and uh Brenda's like he goes to Jim goes to Brenda, like, you think I'm a fucking moron or what? I know yeah, what's going on here. Totally. And she, I mean, she this is a good scene because she throws it back in his face. Like, yep. how come when Brandon's fucking girlfriend comes over from uh, whatever. We're just like, hey, here's the condoms. Be safe. But if you I and wanna... mom come out with a fishbowl full of condoms <laughs> for him. But if I want to, if I want to fool around with my boyfriend, this guy that I actually know, it's a big fucking deal. And right, like, yeah. it's, uh, 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 it's different, Brenda. Yeah, no, it's I. I really appreciated that the call out of the double standard was thrown in here. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and she's like, you know, should I lie and sneak around, or are you going to trust me with what I'm doing? Let me just think about that. I'm going to roll up my sleeves and then I'll roll up my arm hair. It's a hairy dude. It's a significant amount of arm hair for sure. Uh, the next day, she's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, so my dad's kind of cool with me dating Dylan. Oh, let's just go to this assembly. That's just going to be totally regular. And I was like, oh, cool. This assembly is going to be regular. And, and also like. David has been needling Scott for not taking this health class. He's like, listen, man, even if you didn't get the permission, just sneak in. I'll open the door for you. And again, like, yep. what Who do you cares? think is going to happen in this Everyone thinks seminar? I think everyone thinks it's going to be like actual sex happening on stage. Or like we're just like putting pornography on and like yeah. that's what we're showing to the students or something. I mean, and the funny thing about the way they're set, like that's the thing is because those shenanigans are very much like high school shenanigans, sure. like low stakes. I'm going to sneak into the assembly or whatever. So like the, it's like setting you into this certain thing where I was like, okay, so, you know what? She's going to pull out a slideshow and someone's going to be like, look, a wiener. Yeah. And, you know, no, no, students, calm down. We're playing David Kellogg's Oily Asses, Volume Twenty Three. <laughs> Excellent poll. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, I just, it, it, I have to get that out of the way because of the. I mean, you are blindsided by this, but then we also have Dylan being like, somehow I am always apologizing to you, Walsh people, because he finally goes like, Hey, Brandon, I guess I might have, should have, possibly talked to you about this. But I wouldn't do it any differently. And Brandon's like, "Thanks, I guess." Yeah, totally. I yeah, I guess this is us making up, Dylan. That's uh, fine. Dylan, great T-shirt in this this scene. This fucking Planet Earth T-shirt. What did it say on the bottom though? I couldn't read it. No, it's like something something recycling. I think it's like if you, uh, uh, you know, he's a hell, he's a, he's a conscious dude, guy. He's he's, he's enlightened. It's true. It's uh, true. So this woman just gets up and like Stacy Sloan. Stacy Sloan's like, "Hi, my name is Stacy Sloan." You know, yesterday really weird i was almost assaulted in my hotel room oh no that's not the story i want to tell uh no she's like <laughs> you know this guy invited me out on a hot date uh, and i almost took because he's really charming and cute and he had blue eyes and I, I i didn't i didn't go out because i didn't want to tell him when i ha will have to tell all of my partners forever i have aids and everyone's like <gasps> and steve's asshole just goes right inside of his throat yeah, man. I mean, everybody's clenching right here. I was clenching. I was like, wait, what did she just say? I was just sort of <laughs> shocked that we went full on AIDS as opposed to HIV with this. Like, because it's like, 
it's, it's, well, I feel like back in the day, dude, the, you know, the difference wasn't as far as like a, you know, pop TV. television writer. Yes, exactly. You would just say AIDS instead of HIV. I mean, HIV just makes more sense. Like she's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, so she's a guy of AIDS and this is handled surprisingly well. It is. Yes. It is, it's, it, and especially for like a very special episode. I do like it's a kind of a surprise, very special episode. And yeah, the they whole, really like, <laughs> they got you in. You know, you already invested in the episode. And you, you get a shot of like Steve Sanders in the audience going, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, he makes these bug eyes legitimate laugh from the <laughs> Jupin audience. Absolutely. Uh, and she's like, you know, I, I was dating this guy, and you know, it was the first time we ever had sex. And yes, the first time I ever had heterosexual sex. Whoops, I got AIDS, and that'll happen to you. That'll happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's like, you know, we didn't we didn't use protection, you know, blah blah blah, and that was a big, you know, you you should use protection, you know, you shouldn't have, you know, if you could avoid having sex, avoid having sex, but if you have to have sex, use a condom and foam? Question mark. Um, uh, that's that like maybe like some uh, dental dam situation, sponge worthy, gotcha, yeah, something it's like that. Nineties, I don't know, a female contraceptive. I sure, think is the idea. Yeah, you want, you want uh, to double up on that stuff. Um, yes, yes, you want to double up on that stuff. <laughs> oh no, no foam. I mean, like it's just funner. It's just like lather it up, folks. It's like yeah. that foam finger. I thought you know when you're at like a basketball game. I right, use a condom and funny foam. Uh, well, yeah, she she also <laughs> talks about like it was like the yeah you know, the first guy and how he was like a, a law student at the same school and they drifted apart over the years and he has since passed away from AIDS. Right, so he it, died it, last year. Yeah, they really they drive it home and it's pretty effective. It it's is. also a like double dose of like uh, sort of saying you know don't sleep with someone that you don't care about. Because yes. like her, her other thing is like, you know, oh, yeah, like Eric said, like, you know, we were at the same law school, blah, 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 blah. I thought he was so great. And then like, you know, we had sex and then uh, we very quickly like realized we had nothing in common in parted <laughs> ways. So now, I mean, here I am stuck with being HIV positive and, you know, that guy isn't in my life, you know, whatever. Exactly. So they, they do sort of sneak in some you know sleep with someone who's important to you only messaging in here and i do like the placement and the end of the episode so it's not like the whole episode everyone has to tell their own thoughts about it like well i don't know that you know what i mean like it's just like yeah i don't need the round table discussion here's an in, here's a strong informational scene let's get out of here steve show steve, the first time steve sanders has acted like a human being this entire show thus far i have to say he comes off as uh you know actually like legit in his apology yes and like you know sorry for being so fucking sleazy and trying to pick her up or whatever i do also like that they they throw in some other details about you know she's because the woman uh this stacy sloan says stuff like you know uh, you know, and I'm here to tell you that, you know, you can't get it from, you know, giving someone a hug yes. or sharing food. Like they are they are conscious about putting those important details yes, in, right. another in a great, 1990 television episode. Another great important detail was that you can't get pregnant from sex in the mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just, Glad yep. they addressed that. <laughs> so yeah, she gives him a hug and yada, yada, yada. They, they kind of that's at the end of that thing. And then we kind of get one last Dylan and Brenda scene. Which is really interesting, where she's like very clearly freaked out about the whole thing. We've been talking about sex, and now, holy shit, apparently, you know, AIDS is something to be worried about. And yep. she's and like, Dylan has been fucking everything with a heartbeat for years. My, in every country known to man, France my, and otherwise. <laughs> definitely, definitely in France. We know that for sure. Hey, Bren, I've had sex on all seven continents. <laughs> hey, Bren. 
I see France, I see London, I see Paris, I see someone's underpants. Is that how it goes? Uh, it's I see London, I see France. France, there you go. That's, That's to make I mean. it rhyme with underpants. Ah. <laughs> That's poetry, man. That is poetry. My favorite delivery in this whole episode from Luke Perry is uh, she goes, Dylan, please be honest with me. Have you ever had sex with somebody and not used a condom? And he just yeah. goes, yep. uh, not lately. <laughs> Bulldog. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Not lately got me going. Uh, it's a good laugh. Um, to which she's just like really uncomfortable. She's like, I don't know. Do you want me to get tested? And she's like, well, I think so. Maybe you should. And he goes, you would, you would do that for me? And he's like, well, I think I'd be doing it for me. You know, and we're, we're, you know again, we're learning a that, lot. That was a good line. It, it is. totally it, is a good line. Yep. It is. And it's, it's, you know, there's no, no shame in getting tested, yada, yada, yada. We're, we're doing all of that good work, especially the year of our Lord, 1991. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's now we've, we've ticked over into January 3rd, 1991. Yeah. Also important to note that... Uh, Dylan and Jim Walsh are able to sort of make up when he comes to pick her up for this scene. Yes. You know, he says, you know, Mr. Walsh, I've never been comfortable. I've never felt comfortable being Jack McKay's son, mm. you know, and it's kind of like, I know my dad's a scumbag, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Walsh. I'm trying to not be that same scumbag. And like, yeah, it's I know that you look, I, I my dad was a cold, weird freak. At least I got a cool car out of it. So could we not talk about the car? <laughs> there is a, like, I hardly know the man yeah. type of thing. Yeah, and, and it's and, like, it's Jim Walsh being like, oh, I guess I should have just talked to this kid. I mean, like, fuck Jim Walsh for, like, thinking the son is going to be a, a clone of his father. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, thing. you know, the apple never falls from far from the tree, Cindy. You know that, right? Well, I guess that, yes, Jim, you are right, because Brandon's an asshole, and so are you. <laughs> our kids are assholes because of you jim <laughs> glenn would have been such a better father <laughs> oh man brandon would be a taller than five four that'll be for sure <laughs> uh so like yeah that's kind of the end of the episode actually is them like on this beach it's looks like the fucking Mulholland drive by the way and they're just oh absolutely and you know they have this conversation about him getting tested and she's like I'm really scared. We're going really fast. Can we just like keep doing this, but really slower? And he's like, whatever you want. Like it's, it's yeah. a nice ending. You know what I mean? Cause they're not, Brenda's the good girl. She's not going to have sex immediately. Obviously it's a TV show. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, dole that out over the next couple of seasons kind of a thing. Yeah. Do they make a big uh, to do in an episode about her, uh, you know, having sex? For I'm the first almost time? positive. Yeah. That, look, there's a real first time kind of an episode. Where On a very special 90210. Hey, that Brad, was... my test came in. We're good. <laughs> Brad, we're good. These happy days are yours and mine. Happy days are yours and mine. I'm positively negative. <laughs> it's like George Costanza getting the test results. <laughs> negative. Negative. <laughs> Uh, I do like also they there's yeah. they don't even leave room in the teleplay for his character to be like I'm not that stupid I'm not gonna tell you about it you know like he doesn't yes. even he doesn't even fight it it's like not exactly an option in the dialogue and that's the so. good thing again about backloading this whole thing it it hits you quick and you just we're just getting good information yep so I, and I then you're a, out of there like it doesn't feel like it's preachy sorry Eric what were you I saying? got a nine oh two one oh question to the nine oh two one oh heads in mm -hmm. the room um. Now, Dylan and Brenda, is this a, this is an ongoing thing? Yes. It goes on for mostly... <laughs> dab, dab, dab. 
Well, because I want like Dylan out there getting ladies pregnant in France and shit. <laughs> I want to see him like tied down. It gets a little on again, off again uh, as we go on. There's some complications that rise up not getting ladies fr- pregnant in France. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bre- I guess not Brendan. Is yes. it Brendan or Brandon? Brandon. 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 Now, does he, hand- he handles it well. He's yeah, Brandon. I mean, it, it, it's kind of weird. Like, as the show goes on, he just becomes really, like, they're still good friends and they have, like, their own thing, but also, like, he becomes much more. It's the Brandon and Steve get into fun buddy adventures. Because again, like That's Steve disgusting. has said, like, <laughs> Steve has said like three words to Brandon this these like ten episodes, but they're like best buds by like season two. But you know, yeah. Dylan as like a brother in law would be pretty sweet. Oh, for sure. Also, yeah, if you're Jim, I guess if you're Jim Walsh, be like, dude, I don't know, like get 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 in on that. Brenda will be set up. You know, get some good oh, cash. Oh man, there you like, go. His uh, the Walsh house gets raided for financial crimes mm. tied in with the McKay estate. That makes sense. Or no, actually, Jim Walsh has got his own shit going on. He doesn't want the heat that's on Jack McKay coming his way. Oh, he's just projecting this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's a crook. No, not a mate. No, I'm a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that Jack McCoy or uh, Jack McCoy, Jack McKay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy's a real thief. He's a real thief. You should check uh, that guy. You know what? I bet he has is a large collection of definitely illegal pornography. <laughs> Listen, Brenda, this is how this works. They get Jack McCoy and they want the bigger <laughs> fish, which is me. Okay? They're gonna. Dylan's wearing a wire. I know it. Now everyone's saying Jack yeah, McCoy, and I apologize. Yeah, it's fine. It's the end of the episode. The, it is the end of the episode. So uh, that's kind of it. Uh, we we end on we're going to continue dating, but not quite so heavily. Uh, who? Uh, any parting shots this episode, and or are you excited to continue with this, uh, Eric Siska? Well, you know, I don't think I have too many parting shots here. And unlike, well, Chris Cabin is silenced right now, so I can say how much I enjoyed Jim Walsh's antagonistic <laughs> attitude towards this whole relationship his daughter is having. Kind of, kind of, uh, I'm a big Jim head, you know? I've pitched uh, Aaron Spelling Jim and <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm dying for it. Um, <laughs> but I am excited to continue because I can't, I can't wait to see what these kids like get up to next and maybe they'll just learn a few more lessons along the way. I think so. Um, totally. Uh, Andrew? Yeah, no, this this episode is good, man. I appreciate when message television gets it right. And if you were with us last week on Melrose Place, Whew. where we tried to address uh, racial inequality and uh, the L.A. riots, not such a fucking grand slam over there. Way more of a swing and a miss on the place. Uh, but this is exactly what this shit needs to be, because it's like it's like you, like you said, Steve, like it comes at you fast. You're blasted with, uh, you know, uh, 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 important information, legit information but it's not preachy. They're not making the entire fucking episode about it, you know, which would then make it preachy, obviously. So I, I really liked this. I will say, just because I know a little bit about the character's uh, future, uh, even though she introduces this uh, speaker at the guest lecture, looks like Andrea could have been paying a little more attention to the condoms unit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she should have. <laughs> Dude, the fact she has sex once and like fucking gets pregnant, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts uh that's later on (laughs) but i'm very excited for next week by the way as i sit here uh reading the episode oh yeah Uh, we're we're talking about alcohol byob is the episode coming next monday but that that's the the part that i'm really interested in man i have to say because the did you read this plot synopsis uh no i read a little bit of it okay well the first thing that imdb tells you about is get yourselves ready for 
Cindy and Jim get an interesting proposition from an eccentric swinging couple oh, while yes. spending Ooh. a weekend together Ooh. in Palm it's Springs. Episode, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm yeah. pumped. I'm pumped. And BYO boobs, dude. <laughs> Chris Cabot will definitely be on hand. Uh, you will have to adjust your <laughs> audio settings accordingly. Um, that, uh, yeah, and, and obviously I'm excited for this. Uh, parting shots, not so many. Uh, it, it, it is like nice to be in like real deal 90210 at this point. Yeah, uh, this felt like what. I remembered it being the show. More. Yeah, exactly. We're kids. We're getting into scrapes. We're doing stuff. The parents are there to be ob- ob- obstacles, not characters, which I'm okay with. Uh, uh, just, I would say maybe a little too much Scott, but just enough Donna. <laughs> not seen, not heard. Uh, and <laughs> I do love speaking of seen, not heard. There's a, there's a lawn scene where Brandon pretends he has other friends. He sits down with these two fake oh, people. Yes. Oh, thank you for Ted <laughs> and Brad or whomever. Like it's dude. just these two dudes. Like, hello, total strangers. Can I have lunch with you? <laughs> it's just so bizarre when they try and do that. But it, whatever. Uh, it's th- always like on Seinfeld when they had, like, those other friends that would show up. Yes. It's like, and you'd are- be like, what? Who are you? They only hang out with three people. Um, So that is this week's <laughs> episode. We have a lot of cool stuff coming on this week. Tomorrow, the final episode in our pirate series. Holy Whew. shit. Yeah, it was a long one. I'm so glad not to look at those movies forever again. Uh, yeah. Which will be exciting. Uh, <laughs> a lot of cool Patreon stuff this month. We've got uh, oh, yeah. Don's no country. Plum. Don's, Don, Don's, Don's Plum. Plum. Don's Plum has already dropped, which you guys have on the side order of sleaze. The June uh, Patreon Prime episode is going to be uh, We Love Movies on No Country for Old Men. Holy oh, shit. yeah. Uh, that's an exciting episode. Tons of great stuff coming up. There's a cat cemetery more than likely coming out this month. Uh, technical. Oh, that, uh, I should say on Thursday, we are dropping a sinkable melrose place episode that's right you're gonna have to be you can sync it to your to to the episode itself we're gonna do kind of a, a faux commentary kind of a thing for our next melrose place episode that's right exactly. we're gonna be watching it and commenting as we go along and it's gonna be a lot of fun i believe the episode is a broken promise oh, yeah. so uh you know definitely fu- you know if you can if you want to find it streaming on somewhere like cbs all access or hulu and watch along with us It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, that's going to do it for this Monday. We'll see you guys tomorrow on the main feed. Uh, I have been Steven Sadak. Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Take it easy and remain indoors. That was a HeadGum Podcast.